Welcome back, coffee lovers. Welcome back to Brewing Cry. You know, I, <laughs> I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I was like, is she going to say Brewing Cry? I'm like, I'm used to saying crime jokes. I know. I'm sorry. I thought we were going to say it in unison and, no. and do a little acapella, but... No. <laughs> I wasn't um, ready. I'm a little embarrassed that I wasn't. Mentally, I was. Like, can we try that again? Ready? In three, two, one. Welcome (laughs) back. No. (laughs) Okay. And no, seriously. Welcome back. Um, Thank you for tuning in again to our third episode. I'm really excited. It's already our third. I know. It's like a baby. I know. It just keeps growing and growing. It grew. Not in my belly. Not in my belly. Definitely not. Either way. (laughs) Well, so yeah, thank you so much for tuning in um, and listening again. We really appreciate it. Um, there's, it's, it's so many people actually. I mean, it's, the audience isn't like crazy big. Obviously, we're still so new, but so many people that I, I don't know that I guess follow at least me, like have messaged me directly and been like, I love your podcast, and even have been like, I've done my own research on it, and that just like, it's real. Once that happens, it's just it hits you, and just like. <laughs> all right so if you can hear that because you can because i got a new mic so it's pretty sensitive that is the gelato man the ice cream man of germany listen the gem- okay he he's he give that spaghetti ice though <laughs> so if you're not in germany uh germans make something called spaghetti ice and it's not anything like it sounds it has nothing to do with spaghetti it just they put it through a machine that makes it look like spaghetti and it's like strawberry puree on top the texture and the taste it's a great combination but the thing is with the gelato man you 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 literally as soon as you hear him have to be on high alert and then be ready to you gotta have your running shoes on man and you gotta have your money right yeah you're missing and when you hear you that, you, you know, nice but see, this is the thing. Literally, you know people on the couch and they're like, man, and they're like rubbing around like. I know, I do it. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> and then I gotta sit back down because I ain't got no money. Right? You're like, oh, damn. No, and he only takes you. No, he takes American too. But he, I ain't got no change. No, but he, does he, I, yeah, he takes American too. Anyways, um, before we were rudely interrupted by that man. Um, so it is about 90 degrees. So I don't, we've never mentioned before, but we are in Germany. Um, and today it's hot. Dude. I feel like we need to be forecasting the weather from now on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was wicked hot. Um, it was 90 when we were in the car. It was, it said that it was 87. It was like 90. I mean, it was leather. But so normally I love, love iced coffee. I really do cold brew particularly, but did I say that word correctly? Probably not. What? Don't know. Don't care. Um, but I'm not at home. I mean, I'm at home. I'm not at work. Uh, and I have a cold brew system, but that takes 20 hours to brew. And I didn't know it was going to be this, this long. So, uh, I was very inventive and I did a French press. It is a blonde roast, which, you know, I wish you could see her face, people. She likes blondes. I mean, <laughs> they're the best. No, but uh, I mean, I really do. I really I, French press for a blonde. It's really citrusy. It like, but um, I decided to put it in a copper mug, dude, so it stays cold. Uh, I was really lucky, dude. That was for a hot day. Moscow Mule, who? I don't know. No, I take that back. Moscow mules are amazing. That's why I have the cups. 
Either way, so today we are both, both of us, I'm not drinking black coffee. What kind of day is this? It's a day for I've, I've been abducted. Uh, yeah, so that's what you're drinking today um, with stevia because that's the only kind of sugar I have in my household. She doesn't have the pure cane white sugar. No. That I'm so accustomed to. Diabetes. That's what that is. So. <laughs> Some people do have diabetes. But I that have a sweet that... tooth. So sue me. Alright. Well, cheers to this episode because this is going to be a long one. So. Uh... <laughs> that should be a sound effect. <laughs> Uh, so today we're going to be talking, I'm going to be talking about Kayla Berg. Have you ever heard of her? No. No. It's, it happened in 2009. Um, so it was, it's been a while. It's coming up on the 10th anniversary actually, so. 10 years? Yeah, 10 years. So, and it still is an unsolved. Um, again, I was trying to, gonna do, I was going to do a solved one, uh, but I, I've heard her name so many times and... I've never, like, yeah. I know a Kayla, but that's about it. Yeah, no, so, so yeah, we're gonna be talking about Kayla Berg, and I really hope that you're prepared because it, it is, it's frustrating, and it's to me, all the, the signs are there, and but there's nothing you can do about it. It's one of those. Like it just drops. And just... Yeah, but you, you'll, you're just gonna have to find out like the rest of the audience. Well, I'm on my toes, definitely. I'm ready. All right. Well, if you want to listen to us talk about the unsolved murder of Kayla Berg, please keep on listening. You going to say anything? I'm just excited to win. <laughs> okay. So... Seriously, this is this is a rough one. Truly, it is. Um, so I'm gonna start on the day she disappeared, which was August 11, 2009, when Kayla Berg, who was 15 years old, went on a drive with Kevin Kelchich. I think that's how you say his name, and unfortunately, she just never returned. That was 10 years ago. 10 years ago, yeah. So, Kayla just recently moved back a week prior from Texas. Her and her mom, Hope, they moved back to their hometown, Antigo, Wisconsin. Now, they were only there for, some articles say uh, two months, two to three months, but it was only them two. She does have an older brother, but he decided to stay back. He just graduated high school, so he didn't want to, like, leave his family and start, you know, to start up a whole new life. So at first, when they were in Texas, things were going good. Kayla was feeling really optimistic about the move, ready to start, ready to meet new friends. But then she realized that her new school didn't have a gymnastics team. And she was an avid, avid gymnastics player, I guess. Uh, but she was she specialized in tumbling. And I don't, like, I was a cheerleader. So, like, I don't know if you, like, tumbling is, like, intense dude like she she truly had to be really skilled to do that like you know when we went into the indoor trampoline place and people were like that's tumbling so oh yeah yeah she's she was she was supposed to be really good she was one of those people that just made you feel really good about yourself in general so 
when that happened and then I guess her mom hope wasn't really finding job she the job opportunities weren't as big as she thought they were so they just decided to move back on top of it the other reason why was her dad had cancer now her parents were separated but um, it started getting really worse so they wanted to be there for him um, well Kayla did so they moved back up and back to Antigo and I mean then it just turned I mean imagine being 15 and moving back to where all your friends are and it's the summertime you're high dude you're like let's finish this up she was about to start her junior year in high school now because they moved back on such a whim they didn't really have a set living situation mm -hmm. so her mom was staying at a friend's house and then Kayla was staying at her grandparents house where her dad was staying because they were helped taking care of him mm -hmm. but there was such little room that she was actually staying on a cot in the hallway of her grandparents that to me is creepy just like already in general i'm like i don't like sleeping in the hallway yeah i mean it, i in mean the dark when but you hear everything yeah that's no yeah i mean because i mean we've watched too many scary movies hallways where shit happens where shit goes down under the covers, man. It's, you gotta be under there. <laughs> well, Safest place. Well, see, the thing is, is with Kayla, she actually didn't spend too much time, even prior before she left, she didn't really spend too much time there anyways. Her parents had a really relaxed uh, situ situation, custody situation. Mainly, her mom was a sole uh, like custody holder, but um, she didn't care if her kids went and go see their, their father whenever they wanted. So she kind of just bounced around and also bounced from friend to friend's house. Mm -hmm. It was a very common thing for her. <clears throat> but the thing was, she didn't have a cell phone. So letting her letting her parents know exactly where her whereabouts were at all times was very hard. So prior to her moving to Texas, she got into a little bit, she just got into a funk where she would go out and party and not tell her parents and, you know, just kind of do some teenager shenanigan things. So when she came back, um, you know, her mom expected different. Now, as soon as she got there, those shenanigans kind of just popped right back up. Mm -hmm. And her, she would hang out with her main, her best friend, which is Natasha. And what Kayla would do would be like, hey, mom, pop, I'm staying at Natasha's. And Natasha would be like, hey yo, parents, I'm staying at Kayla's. So each parents were like, okay, cool. And they would go off and party. Like any teenager would. Yeah. I actually never did that. I've never had the chance. My parents scared me into thinking they put a GPS on my phone. <laughs> well, they I mean, legit had me scared throughout high school. Well, I just like, I moved so much that like, like I just, I was always the new person. So nobody ever invited me to shit. <laughs> But, so yeah, so they, so they kind of, that, that's how they did it. And neither of them had cell phones. So a, f a week prior, they actually, both of them got caught. Natasha's mom got something, smelled something fishy. They got, they figured out basically at the end of the day, both parents found out and both the girls got in trouble. Hope, Kayla's mom sat Kayla down and, you know, had a stern talking to her and explained like, girl, like what is with this? What's going on? And, you know, Kayla apologized and she said, I truly am, I apologize and I want to prove to you that I am growing into the adult that you expect me to be. Unfortunately, she didn't keep to her word because only two days later is when all of this situation happened. So 
you know, so to kind of, so where they would go when they would party was about 40 minutes away, which is in Wasau, I think that's how you say it. I, I, uh, I blanked on that one. Um, they've said it, I've literally Googled it like 17 times. And we would say, Wasau, and I would go, Wasau, and then just, yeah, that's it. So that's what, bear with me with that one. But it was about 40 minutes away. And that was kind of the party town because Antigua was a small town, small, so small town. So, but you wonder, neither of these girls, they didn't have cell phones and they didn't have driver's license. So how would they get there? Family friend named Kevin. So, but the thing, so they would party at a place, most, most of the time was at Miguel's, which ended up being Kayla's boyfriend, ex-boyfriend once she moved away. But when she came back, they were kind of rekindling it. They were hanging out. There was never bad strife against the, you know, the two. Um, they're very cordial about it, but they would party at his house. So that, so, but Tim, I'm about to tell you something crazier. Kevin? wasn't a teenager he was 24 years old does she not know that or does he look like a 12 year old well apparently he was a family friend is what everybody keeps saying he was a family friend and he was actually friends with her brother but in and in some articles they say that he had the the mental capacity of of around their age but either way and i think and, and why does that sound like bait like it sounds like yeah I know. I, I read that, and I was 24. Like, what? Yeah, I know. But apparently, I, the kids knew how to... I, they used him as well for rides, for alcohol, for getting weed, you know, the whole nine yards. So they got something out of it. So they knew what they were doing. He was he was a cool older person, but nobody knew that he was older. Yeah, but to the older people, he'd be like, yeah, bro, what are you doing? So so that's, so I'm, I'm setting up the scene. So fast forward to the day that this all started. So October 11th, her dad, she, well, Kayla went to go see her dad. She spent, she spent a few hours with him and then she told him that she was going to go stay at Natasha's. Didn't have a problem with it. She said, I'll be back. Okay. So she left, went over to Natasha's, but Natasha had to work. Natasha left for work around five. She just started this new job. She did not want to be late. So she left what nobody else knows, excuse me, I just burped, is that Kevin came to pick Kayla up. She never went to Natasha's. So what the story, how the story goes is basically Kevin was, they were hanging out, which was a common thing. Then they would just go do burn runs. And, but it was a welcoming home burn run, hanging out, chilling, Jamming to music, typical burn run, but just a 24-year-old and 15-year-old, it's fine. It's like, whatever. I don't care if I'm your friend or not. That's weird. That is, he- like, just hella weird. Yeah, no. And, and I don't Already get, red flags. Right? Red and, flags. And I don't even care if he's, fit, like, even if he has the mental capacity, because that's even creepier. Yo, he, get away from my child. Grow up, son. Right? And he still lived with his parents, but that's a whole different story. Not judging. Totally not judging. But, okay. So... Then they stopped at, Kayla wanted to stop at McDonald's to see her one friend. So that is the last known public sighting of Kayla. Now Kayla went into McDonald's and Kevin stayed in the car, but they did see him there and they knew, and she left with him. Now Kevin claims that she wanted to go to drive the 40 minutes to Wasu, I think that's how you say it, Wasu to see her boyfriend Miguel, ex-boyfriend technically. So that's just like every other time he's done it. 
they drove up there. He, she, she directed him to a house. She got out. He drove away. That's it. That's it? So, well, it's not it, it. I was doing it for dramatic effect. I will, you had me in suspense. <laughs> I've been waiting. So he went home. And his mom uh, said between 11 and 12, she saw her her son at home. And that was it. And so the next day, Kayla's dad realized that she still wasn't home. Called Hope. It's like, hey, have you heard? Because remember, Kayla didn't have a cell phone. So it wasn't like she could, you know what I mean, update him. Even if she was doing these things and shenanigans, she couldn't even. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like she didn't have, you know, because she was off partying most of the time. How does... I'm sorry, my parents did give me a phone. Like, I first started with a track phone, but they gave me a phone because I was being a teenager. Yeah. And they wanted to know where I was at all costs. Now, I mean, I got I got my first cell phone in eighth grade when I was 14, but I had to pay for that, number one. All of my chores, and then when I got my job, and then once I got my job, then I paid for it all, all. Like, I was actually off the planet, and I was on Boost Mobile, which was my own, just paying for minutes and stuff. Now, in 2009, that was me going into my senior year, so she's only a year younger than me. So, you know what? She's making a face. Don't do it. <laughs> I was going into my senior year, so, like, thinking about it, like, it's kind of, to me, that that is actually, because I feel like, because I, my first case was a much older case and like to compare like what I was doing at that time and I was a teenager like that's scary either way so yeah so she didn't have a so she didn't have a cell phone yada 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 so hope was like no sorry I haven't talked to her maybe she's at one of the friends house they start calling around no 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 caught wind of it that her brother apparently heard from somebody that she was hanging out with somebody. So they're like, all right, well, you know, she'll get a hold of us. Mm-hmm. Six days later, nothing. And come to find out, whoever told her brother that was not lying, but it was just miscommunication. And nobody knew where Kayla was. So her parents went to the police, obviously. They reported their daughter missing. After six? Six days. Six days. Six Jesus. days. And at first, the police, they... They 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 assumed that it was a runaway case, especially because of her freshly coming back. Number one, but number two, because she would do you know party and everything. Now at first, the the police assumed, and well, they accused all of the friends of keeping information back, which I don't think that this is the case. What I think is is they were teenagers fucking partying, and they didn't want to like tell the police that you know what I mean like they didn't want to like tell themselves you know they didn't want to get in trouble so I don't think that they were holding back information I truly don't so not, not about where she's at just that they were partying yeah and and as far as they nobody knew where because she wasn't with anybody now there was no reports because when I was reading this I wanted to know if the friends that she saw at McDonald's if she said what she was going to do but apparently there's nothing. So I don't know if it was just a catch up because she just came in town and she was like, hey, I'm just going to hang out with Kevin. Because Kevin's story is that she went to go see Miguel. And that's it. So once the, once the cops realized it's a few weeks, she's not missed. She hasn't, she hasn't reached out to anybody, none of her friends. Because then her friends really started to get worried. Everybody was getting worried. Then they started to really crack down. So... The last that they knew, right, she was supposed to be go see Miguel. 
they go up, drive up the 40 minutes, talk to Miguel, and he's like, sorry, I have no idea what you're talking about. I haven't seen her or talked to her since last Friday at the party that member I was to reference back to that she went to that she originally got in trouble with. Uh-huh. That was his party. That was the last time he talked to her. So why? All the clues lead to Kevin. I don't know Oh, why. girl, you don't, don't even know. You don't even know. So, so he's like, no, sorry. That's, I, I haven't talked to her. So they, he did have a cell phone. And what they actually, what is, what is kind of weird is he, they actually found out he had two cell phones. Now, in my mind, I mean, in my mind, it's probably, he, he probably dealt. It's probably, he probably dealt something. But his phone, his one phone that he rarely used, pinged, which was three hours north of where Kayla's last sighting was. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was three hours later after she was last seen, which is at 11, was pinged literally like two hours away. So they went up there, searched where he was, found nothing. So to me, to me, because nothing leads to Miguel, to me that proves that he just wasn't around. And after that, he lawyered up. And, you know, he's like, You're, I'm, I'm being harassed. I had nothing to do with it. And he uh-huh. lawyered up. Now, for me, I don't think that that's suspicious. Some people really do, but nowadays, no, especially now that I'm investigating all of these cases, any time that I would be, like, unless it was, like, I was just a character witness or anything, if somebody, if they genuinely, if you get the feel that you are a suspect, I don't care if I'm wrong, if I am innocent or not, I'm getting a lawyer. You have rights. I mean, everyone does. Yeah. But then you give yourself up if you immediately do. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, well, I'm not going to be like, no, sh- Stonewall, done. <laughs> but at the same time, to me, it, like, I feel like sometimes, sometimes, pro- you know, police, they get a hunch, and I get it, but at the same time. I, so I don't think there's anything wrong with Miguel. So what's their next option? Kevin. Kevin. Kev. Kev. Red flag, Kevin. What are you doing, Kev? Nickname red flagger. Kev did the same thing. Kevin was like, nope. Dropped her off. I didn't even wait to see if she went in the house. He claimed when he dropped her off the house, there was no lights. It didn't look like anybody was home. So why would you drop off a 15-year-old in the dark driveway? That's suspicious to me. Mm. Like he knew what was going to go on. Like... He has something to do with it. I know he does, but I'm waiting. Even, even better, the house that he dropped her off at was actually abandoned and condemned by the state. Nobody was even living there. So he had to know what... No, I, I, what I speculate is that he didn't know this. Now, other people say, well, Kayla just came back, so maybe she didn't know that. No, remember? She went to a party at Miguel's the week prior. So she knew that was his that that was he was no longer living there. And the reason why it was condemned was because there was a, the wa- there was water issues, like they couldn't get water to the house. So it was it wasn't like it was disgusting, it wasn't gross. It just wasn't livable by state standards. So yeah. So we and then and then that's it, right? That is literally kind of where it stops. So it's just an abandoned party house basically. No, nobody was there. Nobody even partied there. That's the point. Yeah. So if that, to me, as a policeman, I'd be like, excuse me, excuse me, something's wrong here. 
Sorry, I don't. Doesn't add and up. And if Kevin knew that it was abandoned, that's what I'm saying. No, but I'm thinking Ke- that was just a, he's just part a, of it. He's yeah. Part of okay. It. okay, okay, okay. So what do they do? They take up cadaver dogs. Now there was a old folks home, a nursing home right across the street from this house, and then a little pond slash like creek lake thing. And one of the dogs did alert in that pond. So they got divers in there. Came up with nothing. Now, they, with the cadaver dogs, they did 12 different searches in different areas. Are you ready for me to tell you the two times, other times that they alerted and to who it was associated with? I'm in suspense, Britt. Give it to me. Kevin. So, the dogs... So apparently he lived with his parents on a lot of land mm-hmm. and a cadaver dog they alerted on his land and then also on the potato farm that he worked at. Coincidence? I think not. He he's, he did it. He I You're basically telling me he basically did it and He's getting away scot-free. So the thing is, is it was all circumstantial. Like, there there was nothing that they could actually... There was no concrete evidence. Because cadaver dogs are like lie detector tests. It's, it's just more to lead you in the right direction. Like, if you take a lie detector test and you come up deceptive, they're like, hey, yeah, I'm going to dig more into you. So it's the same thing. But unfortunately, there was nothing else for them to I look have... into. There huh. was nothing. Now, they also lined up... So some people, it's, it's controversial, like the cadaver dogs, because they also lined up 12 different cars. I think it was about 12 to 10, 12 different cars, three different dogs. Guess whose car they alerted at? Kevin's. Kevin. Ooh. Good so, one. but once again, you know, it was not, so the, the controversial part is that they said that the owner wanted that he knew whose car it was and that the dogs really just look for affirmation affirmation is that the correct word they just want to confirmation i'm sorry affirmation affirmation. (laughs) what is this motivation man (laughs) what is this um no but confirmation from their owner so that's why some people say like nah that's that really isn't like that's not really that important so i want to take an intermission right now because i've just i just threw in a lot at you I want more. I know, I know. I need to know more. I know, but I need a coffee break. I need to take a breather. So we are going to take, for you guys, it's only going to be like four seconds. For us, it's going to be like It's going to be a few minutes. It's going to be a few minutes. So stay tuned and keep listening if you want to hear more about the unsolved murder of Kayla Burke. And if you're on your edge of the seat like me, get ready because I'm, I'm there with you guys. I'm there. All right, keep on listening. This is killing me, Britt. I really need to know. Okay. So, the reason why I needed to stop was because the video that I'm about to t- show you is legitimately, like, when I first saw it, like, you know me, I fell asleep to crime shit, right? Like, that stuff does not bother me. Gory stuff, but I think when the fact that it's just connected to this in a way, that mm-hmm. it's not, but it is. Okay. So, backtrack. So, this YouTube video 
came out was posted about two months after Kayla's disappearance. Now, the police were completely, you know, they were just, they were lost. They had no, no idea what to do. This video came out and everybody thought that this was Kayla. And I'm gonna play it for you. Now, hopefully the mic will pick it up and I will actually post I, the video was taken down, but there are other videos that have the video so mm. our viewers can know exactly if they already don't know what it's called. So the title of this is Hi, Walter. So it is a few seconds, so bear with me. And Nick, I'm going to show you right now. Hi, Walter. I was at the mall today, and guess what happened? I met the most wonderful girl. We went shopping at JCPenney's, and she tried on a lot of clothes. She ended up buying a whole lot of them, you know what I mean? And then we decided to go and take a look at some of the jewelry at K Jewelers, and she picked out this most awesome necklace, the, the most amazing necklace I've ever seen. And I, I know she wanted me to buy it for her because she kept on looking at me and kept on giving me that look. You know the look. And then we got kind of tired of the mall, and I brought her back to my place. And I know... I know she hates cameras, Walter, but I'm going to show you her anyways. You ready? <laughs> so I legitimately have chills, and I've watched that so many times. I have no words yeah so do they know who's saying that in the video so the police every this it was circulating this came out and i still have chills like that in the words of brit from crime junkie full body chills i i'm just like it it doesn't seem real but that's if that's real that's just well, so the police did a lot of investigating because everybody, in the video, if you know Kayla, everybody was like, that looks like Kayla, that sounds like Kayla. The police even showed the family, Kate Hope, and Hope was like, that sounds like my daughter. That looks like my daughter. Now, if you watch the video, it is kind of, you know, you can't really see her. So the police, they did everything they could to investigate. Luckily, that's not Kayla. Luckily... That video is not real. So it is actually a video that amateur filmmakers have produced and posted. And they are known for actually making a lot of videos like that that are just very shocking and very just a thrill. Now for me, I, I'm not into film like that. And to it's me, disturbing. that's not, that's, yeah, it is very disturbing. Now, as soon as they weren't, they came in contact with the police, they immediately took it down and they actually made a public apology to the family and, you know, gave their best wishes to help, you know, finding what happened to Kayla. And it has officially been taken down. But, still, like, 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 I can't, like, that video, it just, it's very creepy. And to hearing it, I, that's even creepy, but to see it, because, like, it's tilted, like it puts an image in your head. Yeah. Like yeah. Oh, that is so scary. So, unfortunately, that is it. Now, every single time 
there there will be leads coming in. So there was another uh, there was another case that came along. I don't know the the name of the girl who went missing, but it was around that area, and in no way connected to it. But once that, it, it kind of, every time that something gets brought into the limelight, there's always tips and more tips and more tips. And that's what they need because the police investigate every single tip that comes in. And unfortunately, it's coming up on 10 years and they don't know. Oh, timeout, backup. I, it's not a huge part, but so Kev, Kevin, because they couldn't charge him on anything, like they couldn't get him on it, there was no evidence. My dog is dreaming right now, and I hope that I can get that. <laughs> so they couldn't get him on anything. So they did charge him on. <laughs> they did charge him for reckless endangerment of a minor because she was 15 and he was 24 because he did supply her with weed, with marijuana. And unfortunately, two years later, that... It, what the charges were dismissed by a judge for lack of evidence because it was just at a word of a mouth and I mean I'm sure that he was like no I just told you that you know whatever it may be so nobody is paying the time for Kayla they have no leads they never found anything they found nothing of Kayla like not even nope not even clothes nothing that's so sad like she just disappeared yeah. And so with the tenure coming up, every year they do something, the family. Um, last year they put balloons, they released a bunch of balloons in her name and they had all her information and they had inserts that had her picture and they have everything because at the end of the day, cold cases are solvable. They do get solved. It just takes that one person, if you know something, if you saw anything, if you thought you saw anything, to just say something to reach out and say something and you know hopefully one day Kayla can get justice I, I hope some something comes up for her yeah. just for her to drop out the face of the earth is crazy no evidence how are you feeling I, mean, I got chills yeah I know like, after you showed me that video I'm just like oh my god yeah so I don't even know what to say <sighs> and that's it guys so I don't know if this podcast will reach to Wisconsin, to Antigo, to anywhere. Say so you did live in Antigo and you know you knew Kevin, you knew Kayla. If you know anything, please, 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 please do do the right thing. And hopefully someday we'll find out exactly what happened. When it comes to justice. Yeah. So alrighty. I'm gonna Woo. cheers to another episode down and to many more many more and all the best to hope and the whole family and everybody who knew Kayla and thank you guys again for tuning in to our episodes next time I'll give you the update on the next crime yep uh, Nikki's gonna be on point next time so until then we will see you later guys thank you so much for listening bye guys bye